Independent wrestling is pretty damn fucking cool. We're sitting down in the spotlight and squirt circle with Rhino. And we're trying to bring more awareness to the independent professional wrestling scene. Undoubtedly thankful for anybody that just decided to tune in and actually liked us enough to keep listening. Told Vic yesterday that when bears start working together as a team, we're done. Are they more <laughs> dangerous than AI? I think if bears got the ability to like... Well, AI doesn't weigh 600 pounds and have claws. So yeah, I think so. Have you yeah. seen Westworld yet? I saw some of it here. What if, some pieces. What if AI started working with bears? What if AI? Oh, what if AI done. creates bears? Let me tell you something. AI is going. I don't know what's oh, going to destroy us first. Here. What do you got there? Oh, okay. What's going to fuck us up first? Jesus. AI. It's it's only it's like eleven o'clock. Or yeah, the bomb that they're going to use to detonate all of our technology and all of our Are you taking you know, your medication with a beer? Yeah. Despite the fact he's been told, don't mix. Yeah. You know, I'm going to add that different. This is different stuff. This is clearly a sign. That we probably shouldn't ignore. Now that we've got you here, we can start the intervention. And we've we've already called you a slightly more responsible Jason Masters. So and, and right now, I they're running neck and neck. And neck. <laughs> <laughs> he was at the Walmart yesterday, seriously debating if she he should get two six packs. I was quiet a, when you were on the show. Uh, the answer is no, a 12-pack because it's going to be cheaper. No, they didn't have answers. a 12-pack. They didn't so have So he that. wanted to get two six-packs. To equal a 12-pack. So, so I asked him why he needed two six-packs. We weren't going to be here long. His answer, because I'm a professional drinker. Okay. All right. All right. Well, you see Episode how the show works, yeah. so let's get underway Episode here. Episode 30, like unbelievable depression. Over here like a I didn't say you know, words. By the way, <clears> you are... Like Masters' dream. What's what's that? The fact that not only did you take a bunch of money from a woman who supported you, but now she's still paying you even though you're not together. Yeah. Yeah, what he's about? he's a Masters upgrade. Like he is. That he's is amazing. <laughs> what am I supposed to say? Hey, I don't. He never. Masters never figured that out, and we've seen him fleece women for unbelievable oh God, amounts yeah. of money. Yeah. Yeah, but you you seem to have it down. No, that, I can, no, I can tell you exactly what the problem was. That's your white was. half. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, the prenup. That's what it comes down to. You got a prenup. No, we didn't do a prenup. Oh, oh that's oh, where it's... That's why he's getting paid. Uh, we, that's didn't, your, we, didn't do a, we didn't do a prenup. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, I ain't signing shit. You either love me or you don't. Were you there? Yeah, except that was her talking. Because we've never <laughs> right. Oh, <laughs> right. It's a rare condition this day and age to read any good news on the newspaper page. And love and tradition of the grand design, some people say, is even harder to find. Aloha, everybody. Namaste. Uh-huh. And welcome to another episode, episode 30 of the Ross Family Matters podcast. That actually reminds me, I never gave you back your copy of The Love Guru. <laughs> you can keep it. <laughs> um, the other good news is we've got a new lease on life, and in conjunction with that, our landlord signed a new lease on this house. So we're... Yeah. 
We're going to be here for a while. There was one downfall in the deal, and we'll get to that when you announce who our guest is. Oh, I, yes. So let's, let's, I, I'm Hotshot Scott Williams, for those of you who are unfamiliar, um, which is probably most of you, and that's fine. Vic the Stick Ross to Hello. my left. Um, across from me is Jiggy Jack Spade. By the way, I also found out if this show were Happy Days, mm. yeah, I would be either Arnold or Al, depending on the season. I think you'd be that guy cooking in the back that we well, never got to see. Well, no, because there has to be at least a line. Like, somebody has to at least say something. Okay, then you'd be the brother Chuck who disappeared after season one. Oh, there you go. Well, that, that, I think that works. As long as I'm not foot-faced Aaron Moran. <laughs> if we could move into the 90s and go with our namesake a bit, if you were Family Matters, you would be the daughter that went upstairs and went into porn. Well, at least I'd be getting <laughs> um, So our guest is a guy who we like to... He's got many nicknames. Um, a slightly more responsible Jason Masters, um, the uh, guru of gumption. <laughs> I didn't plan for this. It's our good friend Maru. Hey, what's going on? How you doing there? So, just so you know, <laughs> that was his white side. That was his white side. <laughs> did I, did I good morning, everyone, and how are you today? <laughs> Thank you for joining us. I thought we had Roddy Piper on the show. It was, it was like, hello, everybody. How are you motherfuckers doing? <laughs> so, Hard R. Um, so we made a, a pact about uh, six months ago that we would never have you on the show. In fact, that was in all of our bumpers, and now we got to change them. Yeah. <laughs> but one of the deals we cut with the new benefactor that we still haven't met, we've just exchanged... Uh, Pleasantries. Yeah, he actually still sends us stuff through the actual U.S. Postal Service. He doesn't have an email address, but said that he wants us to have you on the show because you're his favorite wrestler. Okay, okay. And uh, actually, he said you were his second favorite wrestler. Oh. Yeah, everybody else is tied for first. <laughs> so, but we couldn't get everybody else on, so we went with his number two. Now that I've heard that joke, I, I know exactly who the benefactor is, <laughs> and it makes sense that he sends it through the mail. By the way, if I could deviate for a minute, yeah. uh, who would you be on Moonlighting? Uh, I don't remember Booger. show. Yeah, would be Booger. Yeah, I would be Booger. He, did, he wasn't Booger Curtis, in Moonlighting. Curtis Armstrong. That's all I know about it. Curtis Armstrong is the actor. That's how memorable he was on Moonlighting. Uh -huh. so just so you get the reference there, Maru, I feel like I'm the redheaded stepchild of this show. Ah, okay. So I'm finding, and I'm asking all you fans to send in your favorite 80s and 90s TV shows, and I will tell you what character I would have played on those shows. China Beach. Fuck China Beach. On the Brady Bunch, I'm Sam the Butcher, just, uh, just for reference. What about Growing Pains? Oh, I'm definitely Boner. Yes! <laughs> I called that shit the car. Yeah. When we were going up to lacrosse on Friday, mm -hmm. I said to Lane... I thought for sure your bit was you leading the growing pain so you could say that you were yeah. boner. He had this conspiracy theory that you were building up to something. <laughs> and then it oh, never... Oh, no pun intended. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and it never went anywhere. Um, yeah, no, I'm... Uh, if, if this were the, the hit show Benson, I would be... I wouldn't even be the Rene Apojungeris character. Remember Clayton? Clayton the, the third. I was the actual slightly balding face guy who... Pete. Yeah. I would be Pete. Who'd you be on two two seven? Um, certainly not Jack K. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be Calvin. Yeah, fair enough. On, on the Jeffersons, we I, I'm the doorman. <laughs> yep. I was asked for a tip. <laughs> so 
you know, maybe someday I can I can be Mr. Mr. Willis, but who knows? Which was played by who? Play, it wasn't Tom Poston. I'm thinking that's a that's different. That's not actor. Tom Poston. Yeah, Tom Poston was a new heart. Um, Nobody knows who this is besides you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyway, we're gonna find a little bit more about you, and then we're gonna dig into this hat here. Um, but before we get into anything, uh, what? I just want to start by asking what you've been got going on there, Maru. Divorce. Uh-oh. Wow. That got started quick. Powerful divorce. <laughs> That's what Go. I've been got going on. Go ahead. Tell us about your divorce. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to go with divorce court. Call back. Keep, yeah. keep talking. <laughs> That's ridiculous. No, uh, divorce, yeah, man, it's, you know, it's just one of those things where sometimes two people, they, they, uh, they fall grow, out of love. They and, grow apart. Yeah, you know, they grow apart, and, and one person, you know, tells the other person, I don't want to be with you anymore, and the other one then, uh, he starts to accept. <laughs> he turned it up on me, you know? Yeah. He turned it up. I, I actually think you should have went with Tammy Wynette. My D-I-V-O-R-C-E became final today. Remember that song? You remember that country hit? Yeah. All right. Wow. So you're going through divorce. Yep. Yeah, yep. We yep. knew that. Um, they can publicly talk about it now. Now right? I can. Right, now I can. Good. Okay. Can. Good. Good. Yeah. Because I don't want to get, get you in trouble. No, I'm not going to. It's 11:30, since so you've been drinking since <laughs> I just touched it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Well, good. So the divorce is what Maru's been got going on. What yep. about you? Uh, Oh, man. Well, got a lot of work coming up on the horizon, so I don't know how many shows I'm going to make it to. Okay, right It's on. a sad point for me. Yeah, because your, your vacation doesn't reset to the fall. Well, it, no, it resets August 1st, but we had one guy retire and another guy's going out for a surgery, so all vacations are on hold until he recovers. Oh, boy. I hope he doesn't that die. That sucks. Six to eight weeks since a hernia surgery. He still could die. Yeah. Could. They could leave a sponge He's in there. He's more likely to die if he doesn't have the surgery. Maybe some junior mints fall inside of him. Sorry to bring the show down from divorce. Divorce? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, well, then I guess I'm, I'm going to try to open Pandora's box so they send it over to Jiggy Jack Spade and hope necrophilia is not on the, <laughs> the menu. Well, now i got to think of something else to say. Hold on. <laughs> um, well, we got RCCW coming up at Riverfest. That's going to be July uh, 7th. Yes. Um, I won't be there. I'm sad to report, gentlemen, that we have absolutely no additions to our likes on the Facebook or Twitter since last week. What the fuck? Push the button, goddammit. Don't cost nothing. I'm happy to report it's probably because we recorded this show directly after last week's show. <laughs> oh, so... <laughs> Alright, I take back my yelling, but seriously, go like this shit. So, um, Ross Family uh, Reunion Barbecue. August, Anybody who listens? August 12th. August 12th. Yeah. Uh, the address is on the Facebook event page. You can actually see where we record. It's quite the setup. Uh, you can see the drum kit. You can see our massive soundboard. Which is absolutely impressive, by the way. Wow. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me put my pants on. <laughs> um, along those lines, we talk about shows. Um, and I, I'm not sure the sequence of when this will air. Hopefully, if it does air before... The weekend preceding 4th of July, BCW is at Summerfest, 
which yep. is huge. AW is at Grant Park. Grant Park on the 4th, and ACW is at Tanner's. They're also on the 4th of July if you're in the Wisconsin Dells area, which I know a lot of people are. May I inquire what show you will be working your magic on? Um, I will be at Grant Park. Okay. Yeah. You're not going to be at ACW? No. He oh. You know, it's already. Sorry. Travel's tough. Ah, okay. Um, I got to work early, early, early on the 5th, and that Dell shows later in the day, and it uh, would just be... Okay. It would not be something I could pull off. Ah. So, um, but yeah, so that's, but at Tanner's up in uh, Kimberly later in the month, I'll be there. That's going to be a great time. So a lot of wrestling, if you're into the outdoor shows um, or the uh, environments like Tanner's where they, they do their summer show and do very well. Um, so make sure, Riverfest for RCCW is coming up. Are you on that show? Am I on it? No, I'm like, not on it. I'll, I'll be there. You'll be there? Yeah. I'll be there uh, on the stage doing commentary. Feel free to wave at me. Show me your tits. I will. <laughs> I'm like a 50-50 for the Grant Park show. Good. Because it's on Wednesday, and I don't work Wednesday. Oh, well, then you sh- And there's fireworks after. And everyone knows Wednesday was the good day. Yeah. Wednesday was the good day. Was it? Like, That's an ice cube reference. Was it a Wednesday? They night? narrowed it down to the day. You can find it's, it's it on Wednesday. the internet. It's Wednesday. Based on when the Lakers beat the Supersonics. That year, yeah. When it was recorded. Yeah. You know what I figured out on Saturday? Yeah, what's that? That in 1988, the day you want to be Brett Michaels was a Tuesday. Tuesday. Oh. Do you know why? No. What day do you think it would be a good day to be Brett Michaels in 1988? Well, I... We didn't. Just give me we, a second. We didn't specify 1988. Well, I did. Not you did when I said you you pointed at a hat on a table. Yes. And you said you could wear that hat if you want to be Brett Michaels. I said I'd be Brett Michaels for a day. You said not today. Not today. Because well, <laughs> of diabetes. Well, right, right. And I know as being a diabetic that you don't ever want to be me. But with Brett Michaels. I'm trying to think. In 86, he was looking for nothing but a good time, but he was still working in a kitchen, according to the song, like, as a dishwasher. That so I don't know that I want to be him that day. You're remembering the music video a little too too, too closely. Okay. Okay. I'm asking you what day of the week would be optimal for you to be Brett Michaels in the year 1988. Well, I would think Saturday. You're wrong. No, it's Why, why do you want to be... At work as Brett Michaels, He's when you can be in a hotel banging a pile of teachers. Okay. <laughs> okay. So you are assuming then that he doesn't have a show on a Tuesday. Yeah, I am. Yeah, we are. And I also feel like you don't care where CC Deville is. Well, I never care where CC. Right, and neither did Brett Michaels because if CC Deville goes missing, now you have Wednesday off too. <laughs> See. And you could just stay in that room and fuck that pile of teachers. <laughs> but wouldn't Monday be a more likely dark day for shows? You might be hungover still from yeah. Sunday. Uh, okay. That's a recovery day. All right. A lot of cocaine over the weekend. Right. Friday, to, <laughs> Friday to Sunday is... And I want to then say, because of the copious amount of alcohol that rock stars ingest, I think Brett Michaels got diabetes not because he was drinking beer, but because he was drinking Zima. Which no. has a higher sugar content. Zima, does it even... It's, it's back. back. It's back. back. It's back. In fact, you were at the after bar at ACW when everybody was drinking it. I can't believe you were oblivious. I didn't pay attention to that. Okay. Anyway. You're going to want that, Zima. Yeah. Zima probably shut his pancreas up. So, anyway. Can we, uh... 
Yeah. What, what, what else we have been got going on? Can we tell the Aaron Sacrifice story from the other night? Yeah, we can. Hello, my friends, meet again. It's been a while. Where should we begin? No, that, that's got the check. You can stop saying That's the My Sacrifice story. My Sacrifice. All right. So, hello. Okay, go ahead. I was going to say, for those of you that don't know. say hello again. <laughs> take it home. <laughs> Literally, just store it in there and take it home with you. So, for those of you that don't know, uh, backstage, Aaron Sacrifice takes a lot of ribbing because, number one, his name is Aaron. It's very close to Aryan. But, number two, first and foremost, he came out and cut a fiery babyface promo on Sean Priest where he referred to him as boy. <laughs> oh, I don't believe he Christ. meant it in the way that everyone has told him about. Mm -hmm. It doesn't help that he has the iron crosses on his gear. Okay, so let me ask you this before you finish the story, because what theme song did he come out to for that show? Because I know it was I Want to Rock. Uh, it's some sort of fucked up, like, crappy Nickelback. Yeah, so it sucks. Yes. But he wants to have babyface fire, but he didn't come out to my sacrifice! Either way, so he gets a lot of shit a lot of the time for being racist, uh, even though he's most likely not. Well, racist. okay, you yeah. say most likely. What percentage of, of a chance do you think it is that he's racist? It, I think he, he's innocent. The way he was brought up, I mean, he well, was Well, and Sarah McLaughlin says we are all innocent. <laughs> Believe me, Adia. But what percentage? Five? Eight? Are we talking unintentionally racist, like just has some backwards beliefs? Oh, yeah, yeah. Or like oh, oh. purposefully like hating blacks? Let's say accidental. Accidental, accidental. racism, we're going to put it at maybe a quarter, like a 25%. Okay. Yeah. So that would be like systemic racism. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Correct. Yeah. Like the bottom of the iceberg. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Uh, so we're taking shots at him. We're... Pretty heavily liquored up. We're at Perkins. It's the only thing that's open. Yeah. It's myself. It's Vic. It's Devlin Kane. Uh -huh. Aaron Sacrifice and Manika. And uh, Nathan oh. Sensation. Oh, Nathan Sensation. I forgot about Nathan Sensation. Uh, Common. We're <laughs> we're all ordering our food. Okay. Right. Drink order comes. Hey, Aaron, you gonna see if they have white soda? <laughs> By the way, our waitress is an African American woman. Her name is Letitia. Okay. Or, it was Tatiana. Tatiana. Okay. <laughs> See, now that's... After this, we can, after this, we can guess what percentage you're yeah. right. Yeah. All right, hold on. A lot. Uh, Especially when you're driving. <laughs> Tatiana. All right. Uh, so, white soda, we hit him. Somebody else hits him with something. Somebody else hits him with something. Is he, is he getting it? Oh, he's he's oh. She is not. The waitress is not catching it. Okay. Right. Aaron is bright red at this point. She comes back. He's getting a breakfast. So I go, hey, what color toast are you going to eat? Oh. And, and I go, slightly toasted, almost bread. <laughs> Very white. <laughs> yes. All right? <laughs> she doesn't get it. Okay. Doesn't, doesn't understand a damn thing that's happening. Which is fine. We don't want her to. Right. We don't want we her are not her. racist. Of course. And you didn't ask, like, so is it a vegetable medley of broccoli and Caucasian? Or, I mean, cauliflower? Like, <laughs> no, no, we're not on the head like that. Okay? We're not on the head like that. However, we all hand our menus to each other. We yeah. hand it to the waitress. He holds his menu. 
Okay? Uh-huh. She comes around the table. He's sitting next to me. Comes around the table. He turns in his seat, hands her the menu, and goes, just so you know, I'm not racist. <laughs> okay? To which she has no idea. Yeah, why would you be telling me this? Is it because I'm a black waiter? Like, why are you telling she me? She has this? no idea why he's saying this and why the rest of us are in tears. <laughs> and she goes, okay. And she walks away. And now no matter what we say, it's racist. Right. And for the record, the biggest racist at that table was TJ, who made the black woman run back and forth for his free water. Oh. That, yeah. that makes sense. I believe um, that. That sounds like it was a load of fun. So did food get spit in? Well, I we were so drunk. Yeah, Can we were I, I'm going to share this story for those who haven't heard it. <coughs> and uh, it was the Denny story when everybody except for Vic and Brian got food poisoned. One of the most successful. No, oh, sorry. Fuck. Buck and, and Brian got you said that, I think you told that on the show. I don't think we did. Yeah. It was early. I think we, we did. did. Maybe. Yeah, we had like five listeners. So, <laughs> here's the thing. Now we have three. We're, there are at least 15 of us at Denny's, right? And uh, we take big yeah. group. At least a dozen. And we're having regular old conversation, and Jason Masters, to nobody's surprise, was drunk. Um, and the only one who was, because we had just got done at a show, and... We are going to have, you know, what our payday would allow us to afford to eat, which was Denny's. I know the exact date. Oh, yeah? It was February 6th, I believe, 2014. I feel like it was earlier than that. Yeah, I mean, 2012, maybe. That might be. But it was in February because it was the Street Fight show. Okay. We had just drawn, like, 94 into that small Ooh, big building. Money. Yeah, that was, big, big money. Did you see that building? Yeah. 94 is a lot of fucking people in that goddamn building. Absolutely, yeah. That was nowhere near the exact date, though. It's February 6th. But, I mean, that's just like saying, I remember something exactly the way it was, and then you say something that wasn't the way it 2011. was. 2011. See? <laughs> so, and that's probably sounding a lot more right, just because of... I can tell you it was winter. <laughs> there you go. I can. I can tell you it was winter. So, we're in there eating, and Jason Masters decides to profess how much he is upset with Mexicans. Yes. Oh, Not no. Hispanic. Yes. I've never heard this before. And loudly. Since he's so incredibly drunk because it's an after show, it's not anything good. He just goes, he will eat something or not eat something or drink his free water. Yes. And he'll go, fucking Mexicans. Yeah. How many times did he add man on the end of the Oh, a lot. (laughs) And we're like trying to figure out, A, why are you mad at Mexicans? Uh, Did you know something eight years before Trump got elected? Like, what's your deal here? Like, what is this all about? He was probably like, build that wall, man. Yeah, and he's like, I don't know, no reason. I just right now, I just fuck Mexicans. (laughs) And I'm like, dude, man. Was he saying that out loud? Yeah. Oh, God. Thanks, Buck. He might as well have had a bullhorn. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, by the way, Mexicans, raise your hand. Yeah. By the way, we're at a Denny's. On the south side of Milwaukee. So the cooks, everybody in the... Oh, no. Oh, yeah. So I got up before we got our food and walked by the kitchen just to go to the bathroom, and I noticed that there were four people, (coughs) excuse me, working back there... (coughs) And they were all Mexican. That's literally sad. what they did on our food. Or, whether they were Mexican or not, I, that's unfair. They were all Hispanic. Hispanics. And I'm like, oh, that's not good. Because 
as I'm walking to the bathroom, so here's us to the left of, the, of your picture. In the middle was the kitchen, and the bathroom was all the way over here. And as I'm walking to the bathroom, I can hear Buck yelling. So I know they heard it in the kitchen. Okay? And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is going to be unpleasant. We get our food. We eat our food. There were, like I said, probably 15 people there. The next day, 13, 13 of us were sick as a dog. This was my life for the next 18 hours. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is no... It was bad. It was terrible. I, I had just started at my, uh, my shoot job at that point. I had to sit down. I almost got fired because it was like a weekend. I could not stand. Yeah. I was dying. They had to send me home. So, like... Oh, it was terrible. And here's the, the kicker. Two people didn't get sick. Brian, who, who probably ha- was, who might have been, but he's got a the const the, an iron constitution and probably is perpetually suffering from food poisoning. <laughs> that it now just lives at that point. It kind of was normal. That's the baseline. Yeah, yeah I, you know, I've shit my gut. body has become acclimated. Right, to it. that's every day for Brian. I lived with him for I've years. Ever seen who has a bidet installed into his toilet from necessity? Yeah. Right. <laughs> so. So he's just like, he's shrugging it off, like, I'm just going to no-sell this shit. And the only other person who didn't suffer from this affliction was Jason Masters. And you know why? Why? I know why. Why? Because he ordered a half order of nachos. How do you... Oh. It's on the menu, bro. Yeah. It, it was... Oh. It was I thought... Oh, oh, oh. But everybody else ordered normal food. Yeah. And we were... And sick. you guys all paid. Oh, yeah. Of course we did. For his... No, I didn't mean like that. I meant you paid... Yeah, we paid the price for his stupidity. We probably paid for him, too. (laughs) Oh, we did. No, we clearly (laughs) did. Try not... No, we clearly did pay his bill. I guarantee you that. uh, Let me me ask you this. Was it a day that was either Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday? Yes. Yeah. And was Buck with us? Yes. Yes, Then we definitely paid. (laughs) Not only does he take money out of white women... (laughs) At a furious rate, he's also taking it out of his fat white friends. <laughs> so, And you know what all of those people have in common? What's what? Tits. <laughs> oh, yeah. But either way... You guys don't even go easy on yourselves. I mean, well, there's no one is safe. That wouldn't be fair. He's shitting, he's, he's shitting on Mexicans, orders a Mexican dish... It's like a genius maneuver. Yeah. <laughs> it's like an evil genius. Sure, because the kitchen said, yep. they're all going to pay except this one guy who's down with us because he's probably Mexican. So yep, we'll so make, we're gonna leave the, yep. Yeah, we'll make his nachos just right. Oh. <laughs> Rest of us, food poisoning. Almost out. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah, it was goddamn. I remember calling you like that, and I was like, Dude, man, I don't know how you... I've been sad all day. You're like... Were you sweating? Oh, my God. Oh it was God. terrible. Were you sweating? So yeah. much sweat. And shivering at the same yep. time. I had food, food poisoning. Just wrapped up in a quilt. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it was it was terrible. I love Buck. So, anyway, it, that's a, a side that obviously didn't come out of the hat, but I felt the need to... I'm glad you shared that. ...share that story. I've never heard that before. Um. So, the other thing I feel the need to find out before we find out more about why you got into this business and, you know, how much more of your divorce you want to share with us is who, especially now that you're divorced and you're on the market, who you gay for? <laughs> Alec Baldwin. Okay. Really? Alec Baldwin like, for sure. Like Shadow Alec Baldwin? Now Alec like Baldwin. Match like game now Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. You got a daddy complex? I, no, I actually have good dads in my life. Yeah. Huh? How many? 
Well, hey, I did have two. One died. Just like Alex. <laughs> Whoa, that's fantastic. <laughs> All of them died. <laughs> yeah, he had two of them. That was got Now, if this were the show, my two dads from the age of who would show, you be? I would be the neighbor. Did you hear of the uncomfortable situation that we assume that happened in Alex Riley's life? Yeah, I was there for that when you guys with, talked with the the, with the, his the dad his mom. And his mom. Yeah, that was awesome. You should. So. Well, because I am a curious individual, okay. I asked Alex over breakfast at the North Country Steak Buffet, which we love. Oh, I love that place. Sponsor. As we know, Alex has two fathers. Yeah. They're gay. I. That's inconsequential to the story at this point. Okay. But at which point I asked, sort of, if, while we knew his fathers were homosexuals, okay. did his mother frequent the same sex. Okay. Who was she gay for? <laughs> right. And he said no, and I said oh, because I pictured that occasionally the four of them would get together, and then one of them would say, all right, pair off. <laughs> and then we furthered that by saying if there was a chance, like, every, there, some people, not everybody, right. some people have had the joy of walking in on their parents fornicating. Uh, I don't know that that's ever joyful for No, I've heard it. And it's messed some people up. I still. But Alex Riley would have had the opportunity to not walk in on just his parents doing it. He would have been able to walk in on a, a potpourri. On the Did Riley family fuck bottle. <laughs> are there any teachers in his family? That's a great question. Somebody call the office. Yeah, somebody call the, the office. On the horn. Are there any are there any teachers in his hey, family? Hey, Riley, is there what? any? There's oh, a teacher. One teacher. Oh, oh, oh yes. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's the come together, what, Pepper. What relative is that? Uh, biological father. Biological father? Yes! Yes! yes. He be fucking <laughs> a lot. Yeah, he comes home at night and he teaches the history of this dick. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> the veins look like a road map. <laughs> 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 You can't, hang on, but that road map only leads to one place, the old dirt trail. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so as you can see, um, the wrestling business is filled with terrible people, which is clearly <laughs> what led you to become a professional wrestler, Definitely. because you yeah. feel a kinship to terrible I people. I love that, right? I love terrible people, yeah. Um, but let, let's talk about just... Briefly, and then we're going to dive into that. Yep, yep. What you did, because I know you had some competitive um, combat before you became a wrestler. Yeah. And then Not why wrestling? Old. Yeah, well, right. Well, that was... a <laughs> <laughs> um, So what led, what started your your competitive drive and then how this became a thing? I've always loved wrestling. I'm 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 one of those '80s, you know, I, you know, the rock and roll um, period of the cartoons. I love this. So I always loved wrestling uh, when I was a child. And then um, I, I'm not I'm going to be honest. The uh, when Hulk Hogan turned, uh, I cried, and oh. I was in middle school. I was going to say you were 30. I was in no. <laughs> <laughs> I was in middle school when that happened, and the whole NWO. Then WCW, and then there was the WWF at the time. 
uh, going back and forth. I don't know what it was, but it just grabbed me and brought me back in. My cousins, my family, we would watch every Monday and Thursday, and we would turn the TV back and forth, back and forth. You know, if we didn't like this match or that match or whoever it was, it was just so much fun and it gripped me and I was like I love this stuff I love the stories they're telling and like and the Steiner brothers I was an amateur wrestler and they were wrestlers you could see it in their work you could see Dean Malenko you could see the the shoot in their work it, like, it, and then uh, Bob Backlund he's one of the biggest reasons why I got an amateur wrestling was because I was like I want to do that so that's where how I got into like amateur wrestling then that led into me then training to fight by uh, uh, my coach by the name at the time. His name is Omaz Zephyr. He's now, he's passed away. He's gone. I bet he knew Krav Maga. Oh. Like that. Probably Come on. You were waiting for that. Well, I'm going to ask him why he hates Krav Maga, but I want to, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm leading up if you, to that. You're gonna, if you get me started on that. I, I, but but I, want, I don't want to sidetrack you yet. I want to oh. get more into your history, but first I need to know about Shannon Baszler. You be fucking? Oh, my God. It's just a question. No. All right, fine. Oh, I have a follow-up question. Okay. How big is that dude's cock? <laughs> First off, we grew up together. You, so you did. She you might listen yeah. to this episode. No yeah. way. I guarantee you she will now. Okay. You're going to die. You're gonna... I'm sorry. She's going to kill you. I am very sorry. There are, there are, her and I, we did a play together. She is, here's the funny thing about her. Let me just do a quick side thing. She is the most, she's hilarious. She can think of things on the fly. She's absolutely amazing. That's why she's where she's at today, right? Cool. In this play, she couldn't do shit right. And she did, she did everything wrong. And it was absolutely hilarious. She was, oh, funny, oh, it's Shane and Isaac, Shane and Isaac. Once the play started... Well, these are my lines and this stuff like that and this. So that's something I've been making fun so of her. Yeah. yeah. I also have a feeling that the person directing the play went to correct her and she broke his fucking arm. <laughs> <laughs> no, she wasn't training then. I, oh, okay. I hadn't started to tra train her yet, so she wasn't training then. Gotcha, gotcha. She was um, all about... Jesus, she's gonna be mad at me for that. Can one. you anyway. tell her? Can you tell her about the barbecue? I'd like to see Vic go out from a triangle joke. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We don't have to fly her in. We can't afford trans. We just invite Serrano from up the road. Oh, yeah, then we'll put him out with a train. <laughs> uh, I have a question. All right. Why do you feel the need to credit Peter B. Beautiful with giving you the idea of a wild Samoan when it was clearly us? Okay, you know what? I'm going to actually be real. And, and even if it was him, he stole it from us. I'm going to be real about it. And, and, this, is, and this is one of the no, reasons why. No, he did. He was around when we made Mamula. But anyway, go ahead. I'll be I'll be honest with it because at the time when you guys were saying it, I was closed off to it because when I first started, um, when I well not first started, you just needed once, somebody with a lisp to tell you. No, no, it wasn't that. that sounds better. No, no, I'll explain. I was still on that thing of I didn't want to pose. You know, I was like, um, like IPW. The first thing they thought was they thought I was a Samoan, and. They're like, well, you should do a Samoan gimmick. And I was like, you know, I was set back like that. I was like, no. So when you guys were saying Samoan gimmick, Samoan gimmick, no. I want to do this gimmick. I want to be Maru. You want to be the I, Ghetto Nightmare Days. <laughs> oh. So I didn't believe in it. And so therefore I just threw it off in my mind. I just went, nope, and moved on. Got That's it. what it was. Okay. Peter B. came along and he was like, I want to book you. He's like, I like what you're doing there, but I <laughs> but I will not, I will not book you as this guy. I want to book you as this. I want to book you, but I can't book you as that guy. I want to book you as this. 
That's how it's on it, right? Yeah. That's, wow. Yeah. That's really damn, yeah. And I want to pay you negative $6. And I'm going to be honest right now. <clears throat> he was the first one to pay me the most. He's the, he, he was the first one that paid me the most. Oh, so what did you get paid? Do you want me to yeah, actually I say? If I, I can't. I don't want to do that. You know what I'll I'm tell saying? you this much. I'll tell you this much. You know how like some guys will do 30 or 40? Uh-huh. More than that. Oh, so you got the DJ and the main events money. <laughs> oh, my God. You're the reason that nobody got paid. <laughs> but let's just point this out. Okay. So a lot of guys are going to think that... But Dylan point. was there, too, when that happened, and he grabbed, he snatched onto it. Yeah, I, you, yes, but just hold on. Okay, all right. So you made the most out of the fucking payment there. But a lot of guys think that their base pay is where the money is. The money is not there. The money, the money is, is in the character. The money is in the gimmicks. Yes, exactly. Stuff. That's where the money is. I agree. So who did you make the most with your gimmicks with? Oh, you guys. Without a shadow of a doubt. My Maru shirts? I made so much money off that. I got a marketing idea for you, my friend. Well, did that, that's truth. Is that... Yeah. That, 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 that's oh, really why... Truth. That's where my biggest paydays came from. But I've got a better idea for you now as a Savage Maru. You should sell your shirts to people, and for an extra five bucks, you should put them in that one, like, chokehold that Ming used to do and choke people off. No, I can't do that. Chase yeah. McCoy uses that as a... He does. Now. He uses that. That's why... Yeah. Yeah. I that's why you're not going to do it in the ring. You're going to do it at the gimmick table. And you're going to choke the guy down... And get the... And then you get an extra five bucks. What That's you should do idea. is you should sell them a shirt. You should headbutt a wall, turn into the Savage Maru, and then rip the shirt off their body. There are some people who would love that. And they would want me to sign each thing and then do that. Mm-hmm. Man, you guys have... Keep throwing me stuff. You guys have made my career. I mean, just keep going. Oh, Give me more things. Up. You should try to salvage your marriage. <laughs> So, and if it doesn't work, can I leave the podcast now? It, can I be done? No, it, no, you can't. But I did I tell you the idea I have for ring announcer shirts? No. All right. Are you about to? I think ring announcer. me because no, no, no. Listen, I think ring announcers who sell shirts are assholes and idiots. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. What ring announcer has? Oh, oh, a guy who used to uh, work in a company I worked for for seven years and then took a year off. However. Um, I said if you're going to do this, this is what you should do. So check this out. I think you go to Goodwill, and you buy a bunch of button-down dress shirts, and you put them in a box, and then you sell ring announcer shirts, and when somebody gives you 10 bucks, you hand them an old dress shirt, because that's what ring announcers wear. That's hilarious. It doesn't have the ring announcer's face on it. It's just a fucking shirt. No, no, I... I, I for real, this is a thing. Someone, <laughs> there's a ring announcer. There's a ring announcer who had T-shirts made with his face on. When this is done, I want to see this. Yeah, but that to me was stupid. So I was gonna go one better and just give you button-down dress shirts. What you should have made was a T-shirt that was a sweater vest. <laughs> That's my yeah, gimmick. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like that. A little tie up here, kind of like the tuxedo Which, shirt. Which, by the way, fuck it. Who cares? You are an awesome announcer. I did not know you as an announcer. I knew you as a wrestler because we had that match together. Uh-huh. And I loved the match. And I was like, this is fun. And, I, you know, we had a great time in there. But I didn't know you were an announcer. So then when I went to ACW, then I, heard, I didn't see you at first. I just heard you. And I heard this loud, powerful voice. And I was like, who is that guy? And it's not nothing like Chris Grubb is awesome. He's great. He's really good. There's a lot of, a lot of great announcers out there. So I'm not shitting on anyone else. I'm just saying... 
when I heard this voice, I was like, who is that? And Dylan said, that's Scott. I was like, that name sounds familiar. But I, you know, I didn't, you know, put it together. I look out there, you look nice, you're in this suit, and that voice is coming from you. And I'm like, you remember how shocked I was? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I came up to you, I, I, was, I came up to you and I was like, you're an announcer? And you're like, yeah. I was like, you are good. You are really good, man. You wow. are one of the best out of a lot of people I hear. All right. Well, I appreciate that. So since you met us fairly recently. Yes. A couple of years now. A couple of years now. About three. But three. He's Almost fra- four. He's fresh enough to remember what his first impressions of us are. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, go ahead. Not All right. Here. I'm going to just be real. I thought you were a fucking asshole. Nailed it. <laughs> because the way you kept looking at me was disdain. That's just normal walk. That's my face. Well, okay, but the way you were looking at me, and you didn't even hesitate to make fun of me. You, like, immediately started making jokes. And I was like, what? Who is this? But I'm newer, and I know the hierarchy. I know how it works, so I just shut my mouth and deal with it. I did not like you guys at first. I was like, who are these guys? That's a running thing. Yeah, yeah, right? That's, well, yeah. it took Derek and him, uh, um, Derek and Riley were like, no, 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 just, just, just chill. They're, you know, they're cool. Just give it time. Give it time. So, yeah, at first, I did not like you guys. So, here's something interesting, and I'm not, I'm certainly, I think the angle that you guys came up with was amazing. Amazing. But in some ways, it... It happened because of me. I'll tell you why. I was supposed to be Lane's partner, and we were supposed to win the title. Mm-hmm. And something happened, and I couldn't make the show, so you got flipped into that match. which then And I still don't even know how or really, because I thought Kid Riot was supposed to do that. I don't know, because I wasn't, wasn't there that, for that piece. Wasn't Kid supposed to take that spot? I'm not sure. But what happened was, from that match... The idea that Vic and Lane and you guys came up with for this year-long amazing gimmick—I didn't come up with shit. Let's just make well, that clear. Right. It was Vic's, but then to play along, to be open to it, because you could be like, ah, "I'm not doing that," and then it wouldn't have happened the way it happened. It was such a great freaking story arc, right? I mean, it was yeah. amazing. So there's one of the things I—it's the high I chase all the time. And the moral of the story isn't about hey, you got this. This it's that you never know when your moment's gonna come out of nowhere. Yeah. That because you went to the building that night thinking, well, I'm not sure what I'm doing. That is so true. And that then is, you're yeah. in a match that turns into an amazing angle. So I guess the point is for anybody out there who's trying to become a, something in this business, always be ready, yeah, be ready for your moment because it could come out of nowhere. It could have come out of because I didn't – I know we were doing the, the – not that we were doing the – not the gold rush. It was for the, uh, the vacant City of Lacrosse title, and then Derek – came up to me and was like, hey, this you know, this is what's going to happen. Then you guys came and talked to me. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, this is random. I didn't know if I was going to be back to RCCW or not. I was, this was only my third show. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know what's going on. And then I was like, okay, let's give this a try. And then that's when I was like... And, and in some ways, isn't it, Rick, and you can explain it, but isn't it what made that perfect? Because he was still new enough that he didn't, he hasn't really established it. Like you couldn't have done it with somebody who's been on every show. Right. Right? So the fact that it's a guy who's still a fresh landscape that we can paint on made it that. And much I had, more oh, I had only wrestled in Iowa. You know, it was it was AC Riley that got me out of Iowa, got me out of. And doing, that's hard to do. It's it's harder to escape Iowa than it is Alcatraz. <laughs> well, the place is really good. 
Oh, <laughs> I, I was about to put IBW over by accident. My no, bad. By all means, I'm no, wrong. they're amazing. That what they have there is. I will tell you this: it's one of the best places to train. I mean, if, if you have the academy, go. But if you can get to Algona, Iowa, and train with IPW, do it. But you will be babied. You will be. I mean, you, you're babied. That's just what the new. It's a different atmosphere almost. So I had a, a wake up call when I met you know guys like Riley. When I met guys like Spade. A spade. He is garbage. You know, when I met him. Um, and then so guys like Riley were like, man, we need you. You need to get out of here. And he, he did that, which led to meeting you guys. Yeah. Now you know who to blame. <laughs> Riley. Yep, AC Riley. Blame him. Yep, yep. Oh, and, and that's, uh, to me, uh, You've turned that into so. What are some other places that you've been working? Because now you finally you got into ACW. I've been trying. We've been trying to get you down even further. So you got your first shot at ICW. The first shot to, today, and so, I'm going to make sure I do do it well. So you're in Milwaukee now, which is a, yep. a quickly becoming crowded area. But but the good news is if you do it right. So I don't want to sidetrack for a minute, but I want to talk about like legacy pro wrestling, right? And for example, what I love about them, and I really hope things take off in their new building is they use faces that you don't see at every other federation in this area right they bring up some guys from different areas so getting a chance to come to milwaukee now with so many different options and so many different feds within 40 minutes of each other hopefully then you can gain a foothold here as well and yeah. that's really what it's all about going to different, different areas yep, and yep the key is to not be that guy that's on every milwaukee show right right because then you you can get lost in the, um, and I know the and I, I know the historical thought is like to work as much as you possibly can, right? No matter where it is. No, not anymore. I've learned my lesson from that. But you can't you can't do that because yeah. then nobody gives a fuck about yeah, you. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right, and, and back so back to legacy. So they use guys like you know uh, Jeremy Hadley and Seven and some of those guys that you don't see anywhere around here. So like. And I love the local guys. Like, I mean, I love the, the Sean Priest of the world, and Dysfunction's amazing and always has been. But there's, a speci there's, there's an aura of specialness, right, when you see a guy five times a year. And, again, I'm skewered because I work a lot of shows with a lot of these guys, so I, I probably get to, the pleasure of seeing Dysfunction wrestle probably 30 times a year. It's always good, but my point is, is like, holy shit, I haven't seen this guy in a while. That's kind of cool. Yeah. And that's me in the business saying that. So I can only imagine that fans feel the same way, it, right? That happens when I the the, um, the Savage gimmick. Yeah, but we do need to get back to the original question um, eventually on why I faved you guys on that. Um, the uh, that, that gimmick is, it just, it worked. I, I cannot believe it took me this long to do that. And I don't... I just don't know what was wrong with me. Well, I don't know what was wrong with me. You're a little bitch. Maybe that's what it was. No, that's what it was. And this is what it took. Because it, you had it in your head what you wanted to do down. and fuck what everybody else was saying. But but you're a little bitch. It's a similar. There's a similar <laughs> track. So let, let's have some disclosure here. About 20 years ago, we came up with a, the same gimmick for a guy here in Milwaukee. He doesn't wrestle anymore. He wrestled a few years. He had the same. Um, problem he, he could he wanted to be days the ghetto nightmare okay that's what he wanted in his head but he had the looks and he he was opposed to being this was like i'm not Samoan, i'm black i'm like 
you look Samoan, dude. Who the fuck cares what you are? This is about money. Yeah. There were no Samoans, and there still aren't other than you. There were no Samoan savages in the Midwest. There's a lot of guys who can who can do young buck spots, right? Yeah. There's, back when we started, there were a lot of guys who thought they were Steve Austin. But there were no Samoans. It's about making sure you can drive your price up and drive the... the, the the notability of who I feel you like are. I'm hearing those two say that again. That's that's what they were saying. Right, but that but that adds to the special. If it's if it's just a hey, I'm kind of uh, my name's Isaac and I do shoot fighting and I'm good at what I do. You'll get respect for that, but there's a lot of guys like that. Yeah, you're right. But to see this thing come out through the curtain, you're like, holy cow, this guy's a fucking animal. And almost no wrestling, just work. Right. Way different. Keeping it nice and simple. Nice and, and simple and savage. Yeah. You have to find a way to make yourself different than everybody else around you. Right? Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, you guys are right. And when you have the natural, you know, features and the looks, that's half the best. Because some people can't make themselves look like that. I try to tell people I'm actually black. I am black. Right. I, come on. I'm black. <laughs> About a quarter black. <laughs> No, but it. I don't know why. I just came out this way. I don't know. I just came out this way. Right. But I, again, I think there's. there's I, I love it, and I, I. It's not bullshit too. I said it about a year ago, maybe when you started working at ACW, that the team of you and Devlin Kane are my favorite tag team in the indie circuit. And if we're if somewhere somebody was doing TV or whatever, I would add one more weird oddity. And they give you a manager to be your mouthpiece. We need that so bad. And you'd have a stable of, of like kind of like Skandar Akbar used to have, mm-hmm. right? These these beasts, monsters. Right. Right. We need we Savage Kings is suffering right now from not having a manager. Mm-hmm. It it is hurting us. Okay, I'll be in the group. I'll be the last freak. I'll be the public masturbator. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> but but to your point, you need that manager because neither one of you guys is supposed to talk. Yeah. Yeah. So how can you? Relay for like I'm coming for the titles. You would you would never pick up a mic and say, "Yeah, excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, I want those titles. I am the Savage Maroon." Plus, like, Savage Maroon doesn't really care about the title. Right. Your manager, cares. yeah, yep. your manager thinks right. the notoriety. Because the manager wants the notoriety, and, then and they, that's what we want. I want a manager so bad. And then they turn huge face and battle the manager with his new heel tag team. That could happen too. See, see, that's that mind right there. That's right. that mind work. That's that's how things should progress. Because at some point, you realize you're the being taken advantage. Of. And I know we have to get in habit. I, I just I have to put these guys over. I just have Don't. to do it. Just Don't. let me stop. do it. I, just just stop. 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 What these guys did, they gave me a crash course in shutting up and listening. And I know it's like, well, what was that? No, there are people that don't understand it. But I, I truly understood shutting up and listening because they would go over the match and I'd throw something in. He'd let me do it. He would go, um, Victor Stick Ross, he'd be like, no, 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 go ahead. And he'd let me say it and he'd let me articulate it and then explain why I think that. He would then, I see what you're saying. He would then break it down in a nice way and go, this is why that won't work, but here's how we can make something like that work. Right. And that, I was like, whoa. So then to me, it was like, I'm just going to be quiet and listen to these guys. So while Victor Sick Ross, Jiggy Jack Spade are sitting here putting all this together, I get to get in their minds. And I'm like, this is like story. Like, that story, you know, this is like that match, we, the, your, the, the retirement match. I'll never forget that. I'll always chase that. 
I love that, and I still feel like my one of my regrets and laments in wrestling is that we didn't finish the story. Yeah. Because the other piece of the story was the Jason Masters involvement, and then there was one or two more things left unfinished that would have then led, and then the injury to, to Jack Spade, and the behavior of Jason Masters. But there's a lot of things, but... That whole story arc and how that would have... And then the little things, like, he, I wasn't allowed to touch him at all for a year later. Right. Almost a year later, I finally got... And it was just one kick, and they lost their mind. Right. It was just one up. thing. It's a lost art, because nowadays people are trained differently than they used to be trained, to the point where sometimes you have a few lessons and people are putting you in, in the mat. Yeah. Right? So everybody wants everything fast. Everybody wants everything now. Everybody that was another thing, too, angle. slowing me down. He shoot, put me in an arm bar, and I was like, he was like, slow down. Like, that hurt. Do you remember that? No. Do you remember knocking me out? How about that? Oh, I remember, I that. remember that. You're a liar. The strap match? What? The strap match? <laughs> yeah. What? I want to point out, by the way, it wasn't just you that wasn't allowed to touch me for a year. We didn't let anybody touch me for a year. Okay, okay. So anybody. that's just smart. That's just good. Right. I think that was a happy mistake. I don't think I planned it. Like <laughs> it really had more to do with me not wanting to do it. Oh, was it? <laughs> so, Jesse, apparently we have to make a promo for our podcast, but I'm not exactly sure what we're supposed to say. Oh, come on, Nick. We just got to talk about Grapple Talk, where we talk about wrestling. It doesn't matter if it's the national stuff or the local stuff. That's true. I mean, regardless if it's WWE or our local talent, we cover it all. Oh, we also got to plug the social media. That's right. Facebook.com slash The Grapple Talk, and you can follow us on Twitter at The Grapple Talk. Man, that was a really good promo. That was. High five. Hi, yeah. Hey, everybody. This is RGG from the Regular Guy Gaming Podcast on the Grapple Talk Network. I think it's safe to say if you like wrestling, you also like games. So join me and my co-host, Ragbag, as we talk about old games, new games, games we love, games we hate, special guests, interviews, and, of course, Ragbag's love for Luigi Mansion. That is all on Regular Guy Gaming. Check us out. All right. Um, let's jump into the hat. I don't know how much time. Goddamn right, we got about 11 minutes left. Jesus. <laughs> but I want to at least get through a round of rounds. Get on in there. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's my cock. Hey. What the fuck? No wonder he got a paper cut. Yep. Yep. Get it over. Get it. That's sticky. Oh, yeah. It's very sticky. Out of Unk's mess? Oh, Unk's yeah. mess. <laughs> Um, See, what I, what I told you was going to happen. That's the lacrosse thing. It is? Yeah. Marges on rows, I believe it is. is before we, yeah, it's Marges yep. on rows, but that was before we, we started heavily, heavily coveting the sponsorship from the North Country State before. That's right. Yes, that was the morning after place before. Before North Country. Okay, okay. The issue is, is that you can't get a fucking table there. Right. Because everybody wants Unks Met. Let alone for 15 people. Right. Yeah. So, so did that cause you guys then to find North Country Steak Buffet? We needed an alternative, yes. That's a great alternative. It was a hassle trying to get into Marge. Marge's is great. You have to if call you the could walk in and get a table, I'd be there. Mm -hmm. I mean, no offense, North Country. We love you. Yeah. But we kind of mix it up. Mm -hmm. And we don't do that. We just straight to the Steak Buffet now. It's, it's unwritten. Mm -hmm. We're going to have to go there. Yeah. You'll love, so Unk's Mass is basically a lot of carbs. It's like 15 pounds of potatoes, potatoes yeah. and ham. Oh. 
and eggs holding it all together. Peppers. Yes. And then you can have cheese put on top if you I want, want this. Onions. Bullshit. No, I'll tell you what's bullshit is they put fucking six pounds of potatoes on your plate, and then they got the nerve to serve it with fucking toast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. Yeah. Is the Aaron like, Sacrifice kind toast? Oh, for sure. Well, okay. I mean, you can for choose. Sure. But you can probably get some maroon toast if you have nice. Yeah, some pumpernickel. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking whole week, but no, I, we, I kind of figured that's where you were going. Uh, Isn't pumpernickel really dark? Well, I don't know. She said. But that's uh, what Unk's mess. But yeah, that's Unk's mess. Okay. You uh, can get your picture taken on the wall with if a Polaroid you eat, it all, if you eat the whole thing in one, one sitting. Which we don't. We once ate that thing on the entire trip from... For a day. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so we went to Marge's. Yeah. From there we drove to Pa Stardom's house to do his MDA show. I don't even know the distance, but it's a while. It's like an hour and a half. Like, we're full, so we don't eat it then. <laughs> Fucking leave it in the car. Hot car. Show I ends. Was... Show ends. We start driving. We go into a gas station so we can get fucking plastic utensils and something to drink, and we just start mowing. You didn't have to reheat it. Oh, you didn't have to, because it was a... Right. I want one of these things. Yes, you do. No, man, my mouth is watering. You have a food baby. (laughs) All right. There's very little that he can do without having some form of baby. By the way, Unk's mass is (laughs) not to be confused. You couldn't do it. Not to be confused with uh, eggs and stuff and the 20 egg omelet that Brian used to order. Before he was single, he thought plenty of fish is what he left inside of every woman he met. That was a good. Let let me explain the whole last. uh, Well, how many shows ago was that? I don't know how many shows it was by the time they Uh, hear this. One One show ago? Whatever. Let me explain that Tinder thing. Mm-hmm. You know how you put your... You, What's the benefit? Tell no, me the benefit no, of Tinder Gold. I will tell you because I got screwed. No. Okay. Well, oh, that's, that's the point. point. Good <laughs> no. Yeah. Money well spent, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> you know how you can put your thumbprint on the phone? I don't. I'm married. I put my thumbprint... Oh, you mean on your actual... Okay. Yeah. You're, I, oh. I thought it was <laughs> yeah. part of the app. No, no. Why you, would somebody want to see your thumbprint to determine if they're going <laughs> to because if you have inner circles, your dick's bigger. <laughs> really? Yeah. Is that a thing? Yeah. I have no circles. Oh. <laughs> you have big balls, though. So, yeah. so. See, everybody knows. I, I said it so that in order to make a purchase, because kids, you know, I'm like, no, you have to have your thumbprint. So when I went through, I, you know, everyone's tender this, tender that. And I'm like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and make a, like a troll fucked up funny account and see what happens here. And it went... Sure. It said, get in-app purchases, is what it said. So then it popped up, and it said, there's a lot of um, apps where I just put my thumb in there, and then it'll let me get it, and I don't have to worry about it. I just don't buy anything. Yeah. That's not what this does. It automatically has an option for, like, three months, and I just put my thumb on there, you know, to do it, and it charged me. And I was like, whoa, wait. So wait, did it give you the free and then after three months started charging you? No, they charged me that, but that's why I disputed it and I got my money back. Gotcha. How drunk were you when you were uh, setting that up? Um, I was probably ooh, a lot in. Yeah, it it, it was definitely spelled out. So you know, they, I got just, me, they gave me my money back. I but. grabbed this next topic. I think I have a paper cut on my fourth inner circle of my. <laughs> You have so many inner circles. Uh, Jesus. Cats. 
What the fuck? <laughs> I agree. I fucked up and married a cat lady. Big I cat. Like I, I, I love my cat. I'm a cat guy. Yeah, I am too. I'm I, a cat guy. I, you? I, yeah. But before... But, but, yeah, I got two of them. Yeah, and you've always... You, you hate dogs. Since I was... A, oh, I can't stand yeah. them. Yeah. Really? Was, you can't trust people that don't like dogs. Under this mustache uh -huh. are two puncture wounds, one from each side from a dog biting me on the lip. Oh. How old were Ten. Dog had the right idea. So here's the thing. I am I am both a cat and a dog people guy. Can't see However, you right in now. the position places I've lived, I've never. It's been a long time since I've lived anywhere that I was allowed to have a dog. So I've been very lucky with the two cats that I've had because one of them I've had for eleven years and it acts like a dog. Like it comes, in, it's, it's very docile and cool. And the other one is the stray cat in one of our my my last resident. Gave birth to four kittens. I brought her in, let her have her kittens. We gave the kittens away. Nobody wanted this cat because it was a black male, so that's typical. Yeah. Just kidding. Yeah, no, no. But it was true. a beautiful cat. <laughs> <laughs> they want one. Um, it was a beautiful cat because it was unlike the other cats, which are short hairs. This one had like a lion's mane, and nobody wanted it, so I took, I took it in. So anyway, because I am unable to have dogs and I like to have pets, I have two cats, but I do not dislike dogs at all. I, I happen to like them both. So I'm one of those rare. I'm neither a cat or a dog person. I guess okay. You both. Just, okay. Okay. My wife. My wife. My wife. My wife. He's bragging on it now. He goes, hey, got one. Yeah, I know. Hey, oh, I like, I've heard before make jokes. Now he's like, Don't worry, I'm married. Within, within the next year, me and you living together. Okay. <laughs> now there's a sitcom. Yeah, no. So, I'll play the neighbor. <laughs> Nathan Sensation and I are a sitcom. We live together. But uh, go ahead. My wife left last night because she's a very nice person. Realized I didn't eat dinner on the way home, so we're lying in bed. Plus, she decided she wanted nachos from Taco Bell, and it's like midnight. So she went to Taco Bell. The TV is for real. me. She got me the the twelve pack of tacos. All right. Could not finish them all. Didn't want to go downstairs to put them in the fridge. So 3 o'clock in the morning, I wake up to see a cat dragging a 12 yes. box of tacos across my dresser. Um, I thought you were going to tell me that your wife, because she loves you so much, knew you didn't eat, so went out and got the fixings for a to tofu meatloaf. No, nope, she, uh, the vegan thing is... Is it starting it's, to run its, it's course? It's depression-based, so <laughs> as long as I keep her really sad at most times, I so can eat meat. Okay, well, yeah. there you go. So it's like you're just kind of keeping her in that perpetual, perpetual state of unhappiness. I have to bring up a guy who's who's someone that just is a cat person I didn't know, and go. He's got this nice deep voice, and then all of a sudden I saw him around a cat, and he's like, "What's going on?" You know, and people fucking do that. Yeah, I hate that. I want to punch people when they do that. I'm staying at Riley's. Riley and I are we're like driving all over, going go on the shows, right? Great worker, new up-and-comer, great kid, Coda. Okay? Guy is great, and, and he's got this political gimmick, which I like because it, it could go either way. It doesn't really matter what he's running for or whatever. Okay? He's a big guy. He's got a real deep voice, you know, like from Family Guy. He, you know the, the... Joe the Cop. Joe the Cop. He sounds like Joe the Cop. And we're in there. Riley's cats are annoying. They're all over the place, always meowing. They want attention. And I'm thinking, all right, Coda is going to stomp one of these cats out. I can't wait to see this. 
Cat goes up to Coda and he's like, "Is your baby? What you doing? Oh yeah, my digger brother." And I was like, "You are a bitch." For the record, the cats need attention because Riley treats his cats like he treats the women he dates in his life. <laughs> <laughs> he's oh. distant. Distant. <laughs> so let me tell you something. I so I told you I I, I like dogs and cats. Together, I, I love them all, and I do know that there's work and dogs are work. Dogs are dogs more work than cats. They are. And I have a handicap. That's dog. another reason why. You have a certain, handicapped dog. My dog's handicapped. At, at His certain, front paws don't work. At certain points in my life, when I could have had a dog, I didn't have the time to invest in a dog, and it's not fair to take on a dog. Like I yep. can't do shit with you. Sorry. That's uh, not fair. Right. Yep. So more reasons why cats are a little bit easier than that, right? Yes. They fend for themselves a little bit more. They really are. But. One of the things I... will eat you if you die. The problem I have is... So, re- just recently, it was Mother's Day, and there's nothing more rewarding and frustrating than there is being a parent and having children. You know that. You have children. I definitely you know that. Um, it's amazing, and it's, but it's hard work. And it's, it takes up a lot of mind space, and, and you know you, try, you want to do the right thing, blah, blah, blah. So people... Wishing people Mother's Day and people jump. I have a dog. And I hate that shit. Listen, I don't want to see any dog die. Don't get me wrong. I don't yeah, want anything. Agreed. But if something, it's ha- not a child. Th- somewhere, somewhere, there's a child. Yeah. That, that's gonna find the cure for cancer. Yeah. What dog is doing that? None. I am telling you right now. I'm gonna go on record right now. I don't care what heat I get. People that treat their cats and dogs like a child and then give funerals and shit like that? Fuck you! No! It's not the same fucking thing! And I hate when they like, they, I have a child, what do you have? Two dogs, you don't have a fucking kid, well, you have a pet! Well, this actually happened, this was a work discussion. So there was somebody I worked with who's having, whose child has some really rough health issues, and, and again, it's so hard You can't just replace parent. a child. And, and well, somebody, have. he was talking about his child's issues, and I'm like, oh, that's... And this person I work with actually had to say, oh, I had a, my dog had something with with worms. I'm like, Punch him in the dick. I'm like, this guy's kid could die. Yeah. And your dog has earthworms, or not earthworms. Earthworms. I don't care. Has, uh, what, what, Fuck what's your the dog, worm? dude. You know yeah. what? But exactly. It's not the same thing. Yeah. It's not the same. It's, it's, it's not, not even equivalent in, at all. It's I not agree in with the you. same That's universe. complete bullshit. So I understand what you're going through. No, no you, you, you don't. don't. Like, if you understood what this guy's going, you wouldn't have opened your mouth. Exactly. You would have shut the fuck up and sat right there. You get a dog with earthworms, man. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll kick in a few bucks. I'll, I'll take care of that. Part. At least he's going to push it, right? <laughs> It'll be easier to find him. Right, right, okay. that shit oh, I don't know what that has to do with our country. Yeah. No, that's, dog. No, it's, yeah, it's the shitty version of that song. All right, who's Vic's turn? Uh, Vic's turn. Me. I guess I'll hold it for myself. Oh, I'm sorry. Am I holding up on my own one? Ch- I'm playing fucking Peter Cetera. No, you're not. Yeah, that wasn't Peter Cetera. Look, that's Peter Cetera. No, it's that not. That is definitely not. No, hold on. <laughs> no. That's Peter Cetera. Forgot. Oh, right, what do we got? Wow. Really Ketchup good. on eggs, yay or nay? Um, okay, I'm going to start this one because I'm going to say while I do like ketchup on sausages, and yep. hamburgers. Yep. I'm a nay on the eggs. 
I am also a nay on the eggs. I'm a hot sauce guy on my eggs. Boom. I'm not a big ketchup guy in general. If I have a choice between putting tomatoes on things or putting ketchup on it... You're just going to go... I'm going to go tomato. I'm not going to do tomato and ketchup. That's bullshit. If you do that, you should be shot. Tomato first. Listen, I don't hope that a lot of people get hit by buses, except for my landlord's boyfriend. But, like, (laughs) people... People who put ketchup and, and tomato... Oh. We owed you that one, sorry. I didn't think you were joking, that's why. I wasn't joking. But people who put ketchup and uh, and tomatoes on things, we're not friends. Yeah. Um, Nay. So a callback to earlier when we were talking about Jason Masters, he is allergic to tomatoes. Is he really? That's what he tells us. I'm allergic to the cold. Is that a thing? That's a thing, cold deteria. Yeah. Yeah. Just thought I should throw that out there. Hey, you allergic to anything? I wanted to up buck. Bullshit. All right. What about you? <laughs> Am I allergic to anything? I'm not going to tell people what I'm allergic to. I have a lot of enemies. Snakes. <laughs> You're allergic to snakes. I'm not allergic to snakes. I just don't like them. Terrified. Fuck snakes, man. Fucking bitch. Fuck was, snakes. That was snakes an and easy crocodiles. One. I'm going to stay out of Florida. That, I mean, that, that don't go to Florida. It changes your baby mom gay. What? I'm sure will you. That changed Oh, oh. Oh, your wow. guys' landlord just just shot on me. And yeah. she has never met you before. And yeah. she she doesn't she doesn't even know me. She never met. She, I'm getting her pregnant. She knows a guy just like. I'm you. getting her pregnant. She just didn't like say no, so have at it. Well, that's okay. We know a guy, Steve Santana, who could get you pregnant by shaking your hand. That's my gimmick. Yeah, we talk about a fertile. All right. All right. Last, All right. last, last thing. thing. Are you tired? Well, well I, I just, thought we were. Yeah, at I don't know. Probably about time. Where are we? Oh, we are. We're beyond time. Did we yeah. go over? Oh, yeah. Uh, the 30th episode. But, uh, so this is a two-parter, but I feel like this is all one question just worded poorly. Okay. All right? So the first one on here is best flare opponent? And then the second one is Dusty Harley Stinger Steamboat, which makes me feel like they want to know who the best flare opponent out of know. Dusty Harley Stinger Steamboat would be. Right. All right. Steamboat. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, Steamboat for quality of matches. You got to look at Sting for people that he made. Sting, though, yeah. like those were guys. That's my era was seeing those two. You know, you know, I didn't. There's there's three good answers on there and one Dusty terrible one. I watched a lot of Sting and and Ric Flair matches, and I cried on their last match in Again, WCW. Are you crying so much? I love wrestling. It gives Just me goosebumps. A sensitive man. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's when I when I was old and done fighting. I'm when I'm going to wrestle at 27 years old. I, I ask you a question: How are your nipples? I, but they're are they sensitive? Okay. Yeah, they get hard. Why? I do feel like I do feel like huh? um, the word is erect. Erect. Dust, yes. I oh, feel like right. Flair and Steamboat didn't make the money it could have. But I, Dusty didn't. Flair definitely. Dusty and Flair made the money. You're right. Sting's career was built on Flair. All those are great answers. Flair race. Keep it, keep it. I, I, th- those match. You can keep it. Was was it Ric Flair and Dusty Rose that did that match and and they were in a truck? Um, no. Which one was it? Uh, Starcade '88, '89. Not even close. No, you're not even close. You're thinking of Dustin Rhodes and Barry oh, Darso, the Black Cop Bully, and it was uncensored like '95. My bad. And it was garbage. You know who the worst player opponent is? Who? Hogan. I think uh, they no. missed out on all the money. Yes. Oh, oh you're right. They missed it. From the standpoint, yeah. Right. That, yeah. That should have been Clearly the, the answer is Ronnie Garvey. 
It's Ronnie there was, Garvin. There was a purpose to Ronnie Garvin. And yeah, Trump. and that purpose was, hey, how can we almost kill this company off with a guy that nobody views as a world champion? But sure. if you look at it from a purely business standpoint, Hogan Flair should have been the biggest thing in the fucking business. You're ever. right. Absolutely, yeah. should have. Why do you think it never happened? Because they Hogan, fucked yeah. it up. Because Hogan... You think it's just Hogan as simple as they fucked it up? They tried it at house shows. Hogan wasn't happy. Yeah. Hogan and he got it changed it. out. That, and that was, was in the, 91. That was what the wasn't he happy about? Hogan and Flair? That made Look, money right now. Do I'll tell you exactly what he wasn't happy about. Because Ric Flair wasn't fucking six foot nine and three hundred and eighty. That's pounds. stupid. Yeah. Ric Flair can work. But, 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 but listen, work we could match. talk for three hours Sorry, about yeah, what a piece right. of okay. shit Hogan is. Okay, yeah. And and that's right, Nick Gerger. What a piece of shit Hogan is. But we're not gonna do that okay. right now. All right. All what, right. What we are gonna do is I'm going to tell you that to attest how good Ric Flair was, I'm gonna say Lex Luger. Not as the best opponent, but Lex Luger never looked good against anybody except when he wrestled Flair. had fantastic matches yeah. against Flair. You didn't tell the Lex Luger story. Oh, fuck, I didn't tell the Lex Luger story. It's too late now. Yeah, we're at the it's end. We're at the end. Too far gone. So, but I think I think if I were going to, just from a match quality standpoint, I could watch Flair Steamboat uh, for hours. Not, not good stuff. I watch. The bottom line is, is on this show yet. Okay. All right. Now I'm all worked up in my head. Oh boy. <laughs> all right. The bottom line is we watched this show yesterday or a couple weeks ago. A couple weeks ago. Uh, the garbage uh, show. Wink, wink. Nod, wink, nod. wink. Uh, and this... I cannot stand Ace. I'll, I, I, I don't want to get you guys to I'm not, I know. This Native American guy who doesn't do a Native American gimmick but clearly has a Native American face. Clearly oh, has a Native American oh, face. Okay. Vic? It would be a lie if I said you couldn't tell that there was part Native blood there. This. would okay. be a lie. He has pronounced features. Yes. Okay. That would lead you to believe and this gentleman. Constantly he has a single tear falling from his eye. That part I did not notice. But While you were throwing your garbage you on the ground. <laughs> well, they threw all the garbage on the ground. We talked oh, well, then he was definitely but, crying. Oh, yes. But... He did all of the, uh, the Lex Luger mannerisms when it came to taking the buckle and coming up with the hand up. And the only thing he didn't do, and I proceeded to do it for the entire match, was every time he took a shot, I went, Oh! 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 And he was getting kicked in the corner, so I was like, Oh! 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 So let me ask you this, and I don't want an answer. I want this to be something we come back to. Uh, Chief Atacatacula. Is he a top? Was he in the top hundred of Indian Native American gimmicks? Why would you do that to me? Why would you do that to me? He is garbage. Chief is garbage. Oh, I forgot you have issues. Chief is just what is the pure issue garbage. That you have with Chief? Dude, Chief, oh, the whole blackface thing, right? And then he got mad at me. It was first off, it wasn't even me that put it all over social media. I'm not going to say who it was, but it was Boardman and Alex oh. Riley. Oh, okay. Yeah, those two put it all over social media. I got heat because I was the only one who went to Chief and said, that's bullshit, not cool. 
Well, people laughed. So what? It's bullshit. It's not cool. People that's laugh. not a worker. You, you, if it was between a worker and someone else, that's different if you guys agreed to it. But not to a fan, especially a special needs fan. I'm sorry. That's bullshit. You're garbage. He didn't like me ever since then. He was like, I don't like you. Does anybody else feel like we're at a bar concert right now and it's about 2 in the morning? So, sorry. Yeah, we're done. You're right. You're right. We're, I'm sorry. No, but let me ask you He's this. garbage. Um, like the he pays already. for his own way to Puerto Rico, and oh, he's all like, he's yeah. all like, oh, look at me at Puerto Rico. I made a joke once. He took a screenshot of it and put it on Facebook, like, oh, Isaac wants to carry my bags, and it's like, you douche. So if you had a rooting interest in a match, and it was, say, um, I'm just going to grab a random wrestler that's kind of, like Dark Child, and he were taking on Chief, who would you root for? I would root for Dark Child because you want to know what? At least Dark Child had enough balls to call me the N-word to my face. Oh. Would the stipulation on that match be winner burns a cross on Isaac's lawn? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Aaron Sacrifice would run in and win. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Uh, All right. Well, perfect. we went over time. Um, so, again, I apologize for that. Um, and I didn't even get to ask the one question I really wanted to ask Maru. And I don't know that we'll ever have him back. No, of course not. Uh, I wouldn't. Um, I'm going to ask it. I, I know we're over. I don't care at this point. Um, tell me why you can't accept Krav Maga as the Lord Almighty in martial arts. Krav Maga is complete bullshit. And we're all out of time. Thanks for joining <laughs> us. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs>